0: So what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Uh, I ain't gonna have much good to say about
1: him. I can tell you this: he doesn't care two bits about the people that
2: live on Staten Island, and Brooklyn. He, he, he he has a podcast that he has to create content for that he talks about. You know, for, he needs drama to you know feed his podcast. Right? He's a fraud. He's a fraud.
0: He's becoming a jackass. At a time when we need to have a serious debate about the future of the party in the country.
1: Hello and welcome Hello. to the Alexis Pereira program. I'm your host, Alexis Pereira, and with me as always... The uh Sancho Panza to my Don Quixote, except I'm right, except I'm not seeing things. Alex Estrada, Alex, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. You've
0: used that one before. Have I really? Uh, you you've called you compared me the Sancho Panza to your Don Quixote. So it's you know, uh... you look
1: like him. That's the problem. <laughs> That's right. I'm short, like stubby
0: that. and illiterate. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Well, Makes you sense. Know,
1: follow me on my quest. How how have you been? Any updates uh, I've been... on your life?
0: Uh yeah, I, I signed the lease on a new apartment this week. So Unbelievable. the the Sorry search your is over. Didn't work
1: out, but I'm happy for <laughs> your.
0: It's <laughs> right. It's best for both of us. <laughs> My God. Uh yeah. So this is the second move in a year. Uh, we'll be moving uh down to Park Slope, right next to the park. It uh, should be a fun time. I'm hoping.
1: Now you said you moved basically because you wanted more space for the work from home, the WFH. Uh, right, that's
0: right. The WFH. Uh, I'm trying to jump in on those uh, pandemic deals. Uh, mm-hmm. And I found one. The The new place I'm moving into costs roughly the same as my current apartment in Prospect Heights and is three times as large. So I'm well, very pleased with that.
1: You know, any murderers out there, Alex has moved. <laughs> right?
0: so, you, I, uh, yeah, I'm from California. We don't lock the doors at night. Come on there
1: by. There you go. And I do, but uh, <laughs> from the inside. <laughs> uh, so I, I had a uh, an OK week. I was a little upset today. I watched a show for the first time. Have, have you heard of the show called The Undoing on HBO? The
0: Undoing. I've heard I've heard tell of it. That's the one with Nicole Kidman, right?
1: Yes, it's with yes. Nicole Kidman. So I didn't know anything about it. I decided to watch it. And I, I got to tell you, I was very upset. What is what is, the, Alex, I, you, I probably told you this before. What is the one thing I hate about TV shows? The one what
0: thing the one Alexis, of- the one thing Alexis hates about TV shows is when hot women get killed.
1: Yeah, when hot women get killed, yes. I hate that, okay? (laughs) And, okay, this show starts, Nicole Kidman's in it, she's all right. This level 10 hottie, okay, totally naked in the show. She comes up to Nicole Kidman totally naked. I don't know anything about the show. And I'm just like, whoa, I'm excited. This is good. This is whatever, however many episodes of this HBO series is, I'm going to be excited to watch this woman she's already naked from the start how it can only get better from here so next scene with nicole kidman she kisses her on the mouth now i cancel all my (laughs) phone calls oh my god because you're like stern it's so (laughs) yeah exactly look i don't know what the undoing is now i'm thinking the undoing is the undoing of her marriage and she has a lesbian relationship you know i'm DVRing it already okay next scene (laughs) next scene she's murdered and not just murdered her face went through a pencil sharpener like that's how bad it looked what and it's yeah it's like her face is all you know fucked wait
0: up. wait so it's like she literally was killed by having her face put into a pencil sharpener i don't or- know
1: they haven't i haven't seen the second episode but i'm guessing oh it's my some god kind of pencil sharpener contraption. <laughs> but yeah no i was uh, i hate that you know now now i got to watch this murder mystery and i don't care you know i don't care you know it's, give me that like why can't shows just be hot women Living, you
0: know, (laughs) hot women who just continue on living, yeah, with no problem whatsoever, (laughs) or as you call it, marriage, what marriage to you would
1: be like. That's right, right, ladies. If you sign up for that, and and that Google form is still active, oh my god,
0: better than insurance.
1: Well, uh, so we got a couple things going on. First of all, it's our 25th episode anniversary. Congratulations!
0: Congratulations, (laughs) do we get. Do we get paid now? No, not yet. <laughs> oh,
1: no, I think I think that's silver. But uh, you know, congrats <laughs> to you, twenty-five episodes. And, Thank uh, you. You as well. That's really great. Um, our next guest, I am, I'm so excited for our next guest. Okay, uh, you might know him as the former CFO of UCB. Uh, <laughs> he, he made some decisions, not everybody agreed with. I would say some Facebook posts that. Uh, we're questionable at best. Uh, he uh, also part time was the AD of UCB theater. I think three or four hours a week. That probably was at most pretty sure. That's just an email job as I call it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's already upset in the waiting room.
2: <laughs> uh, Michael Hart- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to murder you through the screen somehow.
1: Oh I will find God. a way wow did you like um, that did, did I, I read it
2: right loved it so much god i love being uh described just in the same <laughs> orbit as the actual former cfo of gcb that really pleases me um hello happy 25th thank,
0: thank you. you
2: alex congratulations on the move and the square footage upgrade that actually truly like Alexis likes naked women on a show. I like <laughs> closet space.
0: Real estate. I know. I know. Real been estate. Track- exactly. Been I tracking like a it.
2: backsplash.
0: Oh, yeah. The black backsplash. That's important. Yes. It's funny because I think not having a backsplash at my current apartment when I went to get the tape measure to measure the uh, the dimensions of the new one, it turns out my entire tool drawer underneath my sink had flooded because oh. the the water had spilled over all you know for months and I you know I'm not a man who uses his tools and so I discovered them today uh, my my uh, electric you drill you know and, and well I keep them I keep them under the sink
1: because I have no storage space in this current place you don't you don't put like what do you what about your um like windex and...
0: oh, well that's under the sink too but that's like on there's like there's like the the drawer is on the left side which is like directly underneath the sink and then the other stuff over there but the thing is that that stuff gets wet it dries off. In a drawer, the water collects. It builds up. So uh-huh. I didn't check the drawer. Checked it today. Very wet. No good. Lost you know, my I, yeah. Lost my that drill.
1: To me? I uh my the bottom of my sink was soaking wet and completely destroyed because the uh, the trap uh, uh, leaked or uh, I mean I guess it's like a hundred years old. It like soaked through and basically uh. for the past seven months it's just been <laughs> going down into my the and I, I actually hadn't checked for a little while too. But
2: isn't New York just a treasure?
1: <laughs> well this was the treasure part then i asked the super i was like can you replace the cabinet because it's all fucked up down there and he's like the landlord's not going to want to hear that <laughs> i'm not sorry i'm just not
2: taking complaints at, the, yeah. at this time <laughs> sorry
0: about that because of due to current circumstances <laughs> uh... <laughs>
2: <laughs> more than just ever wash, i want yeah. to not hear complaints
1: just wash <laughs> your s- dishes in the bathtub like a normal person there you go <laughs> uh so michael how's your quarantine been uh tell us how how are you
2: you know i think ultimately it's been a fully waking nightmare
1: um
2: i have hated it um yeah it's it's really has sucked i it, i you know i loved my i didn't love my job but i loved having a job yeah um i loved managing the finances of the (laughs) ucb theater and (laughs) all those pennies uh yeah um uh so you know uh the good news is and this is Actually, terrible news is that I just found out that for next year, I actually have so little income projected that I'm <laughs> almost getting healthcare for free.
1: Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's great!
2: Isn't that a miracle?
1: Breaking How news on the Alexis Prayer program. Oh, oh my god! Uh, we I also love
2: a third <laughs> healthcare program in less than a year. That's what I like. Oh my god! I like constantly having to. Yeah, manage all that, it's and you really awesome. make
1: it easy to switch. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, no, and in fact, I do. I think I got emails, and I do have more to prove to them. But the T is, I've got it, I've got that proof. There really? you go, and I can't <laughs> wait to show them.
0: Looking up for Michael Hartney in yeah. 2021,
2: <laughs> fully subsidized fully. healthcare because of his dire.
0: Financial situation Are you, At 40,
2: still, no less
0: you're still in the city too right
2: uh so right now i'm in a uh i'm in northern new jersey Ooh. in a cabin oh. um oh. and uh i've been kind of back and forth between my apartment in the city and and this house for eight ish months wow. wow that's the dream it is the dream, and in that way, I have been very fortunate. Uh, privileged, one might even say. Um, so, yeah, like, um, it has been nice to be able to, like, walk around this neighborhood and not have a million you know, crazy people um, around.
1: Alex that's and I uh, rented a cabin together upstate uh, about a few months ago in a failed oh, attempt to open up some boundaries. but uh...
0: <laughs> the, the screenplay just couldn't
1: come out. I don't know what it was <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, the the, the, sh- the shrooms worked on me. that's all I'll say but uh, <laughs> it, the it was funny because seeing all the houses in the neighborhood like in the neighborhood or whatever it's like this is like an Airbnb so it's expensive, but like the other ones are like ten thousand dollars. You can have a house or whatever, like just move in 19th century cottage
2: crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how we got this place a few years ago is it was kind of a bargain basement thing happening and it was a lucky get. So that's great. There you go. So, yeah, a lot of people are like, fuck you. (laughs) If you left,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you (laughs) just said he didn't get healthcare. Uh, yeah, leave <laughs> me alone, everyone. Yeah. I'm, I'm
2: so poor. I, I'm getting health care for free. So yeah. I actually don't want to hear it.
1: Haters back people. off.
2: Do you want Thank another you. Per, another carrier of COVID in your city? No, you <laughs> fucking don't.
1: Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> I'm so, having fresca. <laughs> please do. Um, so, uh, Michael, this, this uh, podcast is on the Authentic podcast network. It's a pretty big deal. And they they have told me that if we ever cross the threshold to double-digit listeners, (laughs) they will consider making this a talk show. Like a real live, if, you know, when audiences come back, that's also a future, but, you know, real life talk show. And they said, though, they'd love for me to introduce talk show elements to to this show. yeah. Ooh, bits? Desk bits? Yeah. What are some (laughs) of your favorite talk show elements?
2: Well, there's, you know, there's a classic monologue. Uh, there is uh, say no sketches. more, say no more. Oh, no yeah, more. Okay, don't have any of that. Don't have any. Of that. <laughs> really teed you up nicely.
1: I Thank think. you so much. We have a monologue. So today I will I will unveil this week's monologue. Okay, uh, and uh, yeah, and you guys will just listen. You can you may laugh. Please don't interrupt too much. Okay, but uh, this is this week's monologue. Are you ready for it?
2: Can't wait.
1: Okay, great. <laughs> All right. Uh, This week's monologue. I occasionally look at job openings, even though I have a job. The way I see it, under capitalism, your employment is always an open relationship. My boss is the Will Smith, and I'm the Jada. (laughs) And I often come across postings that resemble this. Seeking part-time worker. $15 an hour. 20 hours a week, but must have 40 hour flexibility. PhD required. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I get it. I'd love to have a doctor in the office. Imagine passing out at your desk and your secretary taking out your appendix with a letter opener. (laughs) But for part-time work, I'm gonna go ahead and say a PhD is overkill. In fact, so is a master's. In fact, so is any degree even English <laughs> it recently came out that the companies with the most workers on food stamps are McDonald's and Walmart sure that Big Mac is a value meal but the taxes that keep that worker alive is where they get you in 2019 McDonald's saw a net income of six billion dollars net meaning right into the boss's pockets Sure, people will come back at me and say, it's much better for the rich to keep this money because they're better at spending and that stimulates the economy. They also make better housewives. But you know what else stimulates the economy? Employees who can buy food.
2: <laughs> now I open it up <laughs> Great
1: to laugh panel. Line. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was your lowest paying job ever? Michael, we'll start with you.
2: Uh, I guess my lowest pay, like uh, the lowest salary I ever made was as a server at planet Hollywood had the lowest hourly. Holy shit. But you, I also you badly though. Oh yeah. Right? Oh, bad tips. Yeah. 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 <laughs> bad tips for sure. Super bad. Um, people who didn't know, mostly international guests who don't understand um, our culture of tipping, which I do also think is a bad culture. Right. Um, <laughs> and then I also worked in a, um, like a gourmet food store like the summer before I started college and that paid surely less than five dollars an hour. Oh, no. So that's probably the winner, because no tips.
1: Oof. <laughs> Alex, what was your lowest paying job? lowest paying jobs
0: we're not counting jobs like uh, impressed labor into like a family business, are we?
1: You know, that, that counts because that was going to be mine, actually.
0: That was going to be yours. Well, I'll, I'll give you the, yeah, the, the lowest paying job I ever had was actually the summer before I started law school. Uh, I told my father that I thought it would be helpful to intern at like a prosecutor's office or from a public defender, basically to get some sense of what was going to happen. And he told me, in so uncertain terms, that I would learn plenty of that uh, in the law school, but he had just purchased a sandwich shop uh, down the street from the courthouse in our hometown and that I would be spending my summer uh, working there. So for, I think for about 12 weeks, uh, I would wake up at six in the morning, uh, start cooking meat on a grill, an illegal grill uh, that was parked on a city sidewalk outside. Uh, and then I would make I would make sandwiches for, for hours. And then yeah, clean for two or three hours and that's it. And then each day my dad would come home with this little uh, accounting machine, like the little, the ones that have like the handle and like the paper. Yeah. He would sit at the, at the dining room table, shaking his head and just tell me we weren't we weren't making it. We weren't hitting the numbers that we needed.
2: Oh, my God. As a former CFO, I, I know the feeling.
0: <laughs> it was just like we got like, you know, just like my dad just sitting there for hours, just like going over all the receipts and just being like, yeah, we're not. This isn't doing it. We were doing it last week. It's not doing it this time. Uh, so that was my that was my lowest Holy shit. Worst paying job. Yes,
2: but a lot of life experience a lot of (laughs) yeah that's right
0: (laughs) all all things i remembered for his eulogy yes of course (laughs) life experience
1: (laughs) so i yeah i mean i i was like a tutor i you know i was a server at a a few places but i think my like probably like my first job when i was like late high school 17 18 um i uh my uncle owned like a shipping company that worked under Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know where they ship to or who they ship from. Like, because it was like in the middle of Manhattan. And, uh, you know, you occasionally see people with like those carts bringing boxes like across Manhattan or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I I was one of those guys. Like, I would just pack boxes and bring them in a a cart across like a few streets to like a packing truck. We'd pack it up and they'd send it. And um, this was like, I was, I never had like, you know, money for like clothes growing up or like nice clothes. So, like, my uncle would give me $50 and I would immediately run to the gap. And I would spend $50. Exactly. <laughs> this is like, oh, my God, I'm rich. Hopefully on
2: clearance. So yeah. You can oh, get yeah. Multiple pieces. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. Absolutely. I was going to
0: say, what was a typical haul for
1: uh, young Alexis at that point on $50? $50. Um, so I would get like a sweater with like fringe, like fringe ends. I don't know. Like, it's weird. Like, it looked like somebody burned the, the collar. It's <laughs> <That's laughs>
2: badass. <laughs> what you're talking about actually
1: you got the, the fire damage rack of course yes. <laughs> hell yeah um are like sir you can't buy that please like, no i will give you 50 dollars. just take a performance fleece sir please <laughs> uh then like yeah like a t-shirt and then then i i also i remember it was very very clearly i went out and i was like i want to get axe body spray
0: i guess those commercials did work they worked on me
1: um so that's how you get women to rape you of course (laughs) that's right (laughs) they'll attack you in an elevator finally the other way around (laughs)
2: Um, (laughs) finally at long last
1: (laughs) Uh. Uh my guy. So my hair, by the way, my hair, it's like I was talking to you guys before, it's like long enough where now it looks like I've got like I'm I'm not going bald, but like it just looks like I'm like some kind of old ratty lawyer right now, but whatever. <laughs> hey. Uh,
2: <laughs> but just because my hair is long.
1: I'm in the fucking chat room. Come on. <laughs> I'm in the podcast with you, ratty old lawyer. <laughs> um, so let's get to the news here. Uh top story. Uh Rudy Giuliani, still still working that case here. Uh, he's in Pennsylvania trying to get some votes thrown out. Alex, is he making $20,000 a day, as he says? What's going on there? He claimed that he's like, or there's like a rumor that he's making $20,000 a day.
0: I mean, like, I'm, I'm not sure in, in what capacity for the I guess for the most part, like his, it seems to me that the primary work he's doing is not he's not writing things. So he's not at home filing briefs or making actual arguments in court. It seems like he's basically a paid spokesman at this point. So All he's right. kind of he's sort of Billy Mazing it uh, for the Trump campaign <laughs> uh, up to the bitter end. Sure. Um yeah and I am like I'm sure he's billing uh 20,000 for what I'm not sure but I'm sure they're covering uh all his expenses um and you know whatever appearances he's actually making you know plus the cost of moving him from place to place his accommodations and everything else so I'm sure it's up there I'm sure he's burning through money at a uh incredibly high uh speed
1: And now one other technical question and then we'll get to the jokes uh the um <laughs> it <laughs> well, seems when- like <laughs> well, um, yeah. It seems like, and I, I I had predicted this before, and you rightfully said that, you know, if the, if the money's right, people will just do whatever. But I feel like some law firms are starting to back down um, from these cases because it, it's embarrassing to the firm. In fact, internally, they are even, uh, there's even fighting.
0: Yeah, we're, start, we're starting to see that. And that's, I'd say that's typical in a lot of cases. Normally what happens is people, folks come on hot and heavy. Uh, you know, saying we're going to get to the bottom of this, like you know, we've got a, an ironclad case. And then, as the facts start coming out, um, the thing about attorneys is that attorneys are actually officers of the court, and so in that um, uh, that capacity, uh, they are forbidden from uh, doing things like lying uh, to, to a judge. <laughs> and so, uh, what you're seeing happening is, as time goes on, these firms are sort of looking at themselves and saying, like, hey. We don't. The facts that you claim have not been found. Uh, we can't present this in good uh, good conscience at uh, a court in a court of law. And because typically, and you and you see this happen all the time too in defense cases as well. Right. Uh, what will typically happen, especially if you have a, a defendant uh, to whom the facts are not uh, advantageous, what will happen is attorneys will litigate up to the point of trial and then resign as counsel at trial because, because there's it, a
1: TV version and a, law, a court version. And I feel like they, they do the TV version where like, oh, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. And then when they go to court, they're like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't got nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, it's
2: not a crime to lie on television.
1: That's true. It's not. It's called acting. It's
2: <laughs> <Yeah, that's laughs> called acting.
1: That's right. Thank Alexis almost got paid for it right. a couple of times.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Once <laughs> or
1: twice. I've, you know, I'm, I'm going to get an agent. I'm, we're going to work on that back pay one day. I swear Ooh, baby.
0: Yeah, he's coming after you, student film. Uh <laughs> I meant to tell you, Alexis, too, I really enjoyed your monologue today. Uh, You know, most of the time it reads like an Edward Albee. Uh, And today it was pretty close to a Tom Stoppard. So
1: (laughs) thank you so much. Thank you very much. I'm going to edit out your comments. uh, (laughs) He doesn't know what they mean. All right, now let's get to this. Like, I don't know if I can, if this will work. I'm going to try to get this picture of Giuliani up. No, look at at this. How weird is his like, look at is. It's like just for men, but he just put it on.
2: I mean, that that seems like what happened. And um, (laughs) it's just so funny to me that like there aren't enough signifiers that this is just a full orgy of Keystone cop fuckery. (laughs) There have to be like blatant visual cues. These people (laughs) don't know what they're doing. It's crazy,
1: uh, Jesus Christ! And, and uh, yeah, I—I I, I mean, I, I, growing up, I remember my dad used to color his hair, and uh, he would get sweaty, maybe even an hour <laughs> after he'd do do it. And I would never remember it go. The the just for men. Uh, coming down his eyes, <laughs> trickling, <laughs>
0: right? Trickling as your father lied repeatedly to reporters about how Dominion
1: systems had uh, compromised the election. Yes. It's fucking crazy. I mean, I almost wonder if he didn't even put just like whatever, you know, if that's even like, maybe he put like a temporary hair
2: tie or something like that. I don't even know. I
1: don't know. I,
2: the craziest part is that, this is where you concentrate your vanity. <laughs> Have He's you seen the rest of your fucking face oh and head God. and body and life? Oh, wow. No, this good. part looks dark and good.
1: Let's, <laughs> let's get that picture. I'm going to get that picture back up. Let's see if we can. Oh, get- man. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you just saw Christ. You know, it's just, just like, <laughs> damn it.
0: There you go. The moments yeah, there, po- after opening up the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Yeah. Well it's, well, it's wild to me too, because like he didn't do that job himself. Uh, right. It's not like he showed up with the can and said, I have two minutes and just started. You know, there was a professional who was uh, like, who, like people like once again, he charged $20,000 for this appearance uh, and went out looking like he was melting. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Like I said, uh, Michael nailed the hell, uh, the uh, the nail on the head when he said that this is a uh, visual representation uh, of the last days of this administration and just, you know, uh, it
1: all coming apart. I've I've said this a few times, but um and, and you know, it's interesting in the 90s growing up in New York, I remember uh, Italian people, you know, whatever people from uh, the uh, southern coast of New York City uh, say. <laughs> That Giuliani should stay away from the mob and prosecute uh, the terrorists or whatever, and if he had done that, maybe we would have, uh, you know, not had 9 You know, you know, maybe the mob would have helped. You know, whatever. This is what this is what I've heard. This is third hand, and uh, they were just like, you know, Giuliani was very unfair to the to the mob or whatever when he prosecuted them. Now I agree with them. <laughs> now I think I'm like you know what maybe Giuliani was unfair because this guy's so full shit, you know. Uh, he uh, turned over the Teamsters um, uh, uh, pension fund to uh, Wall Street and blew that. You know, maybe this guy is a this like a lifelong crook just under our noses. You well,
0: know? we cleaned up uh, Times Square though. We got a Disney store now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. you know, but you know who really cleaned up Times Square? China. So um. <laughs> wow, jeez, we're still we still don't know, Alexis.
0: We still don't know. Mm-hmm. Let, well, last I heard that the the New York streams at least had come from uh, Europe. They said, yeah, uh, might have originated in China, but they said that the everything was carried out here, and then we gave it to everybody else, and now it's come back to us. So yeah,
1: well, again, what it's the same thing. Gift. It's <laughs> uh, the same duality as the uh, the 9/11 was fake, and and the terrorists did it that you see on like, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, Jones, whatever his name is. Jo-
2: Infowars. Alex Jones. What's his
1: name? Jonestown. Alex Jones. Alex unfortunately Jones. Unfortunately is his name. No, but he's just like, oh, you know, first of all, 9 is fake. But, you know. The but is also
2: yeah, <laughs> Islamophobia, please.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's the same duality where it's like Corona is fake, but also China made it up. China you know did this same? to us. Yeah. China uh, did it on purpose so yeah um so i
2: think it's very generous to call that duality (laughs) thank you michael that indicates some sort of complexity (laughs) that i don't think these people have
1: well you know i appreciate your appreciation of my lack of a lexicon
2: (laughs) i I, I think you're just being really kind
1: thank you so much um you got to be kind to them we got to find out why they vote the way they do. That's what gotta, I gotta. We gotta find common
2: ground. Let's <laughs> finally reach across that aisle, please. I really want. That's what way, will
1: save us. No, I really want MAGA people to visit me now and ask me why I voted for Biden. Like I want them to find out and find common. <laughs> <laughs> any
2: any opportunity to talk to have more conversations with those people, really, I really welcome
1: that. Yes, one hundred percent. All right. So next up in the news. Um, are you an Apple guy, uh, Michael? Apple or I am,
2: I guess. iPhone. Have an iPhone. This is I'm on an am on a Mac. Yeah, I guess I'm an Apple person. <laughs> wow,
1: well, yeah. Don't, you know, it's just are there enthusiastic Apple people? Uh, I don't yeah, think I yeah. of those. No, I understand. I was I guess my question was um like it's almost like you were a super fan, but that, that's not what I mean. Like, you know, you use you use an iPhone. But like well, the yeah. good news is Apple lost in court they have to pay out $113 million. Is that true, Alex? Or they, they put right. it in a, a, a fund, right? And then basically people can come and take it. We've talked right. about this, these well, funds before. We have,
0: we have. Well, there's actually, uh, there's sort of two settlements going on. There's one that was uh, launched by, uh, by the states as part of consumer rights actions, uh, basically accusing them the same thing, that they were also sued by um, private individuals as well as part of a class action. So you have a government action, brought by attorneys general, and then a class action brought by law firms representing uh, consumers who had them. Because they're, yeah. they're basically two violations, but it's for the same behavior. It's for basically uh, destroying the battery life, throttling the battery life on older phones, uh, basically is a way of, de- I think it's called uh, forced obsolescence. So basically yeah. you just sort of, you basically make your, um, you upgrade your tech to the point where it makes the, anyone who has the old stuff uh, they can't use it anymore, so it forces them to buy new ones. I'm gonna fucking dip into this fun, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because I, he bought an
1: iPhone, folks. <laughs> well, you know, I had I had an iPhone six or whatever, or five, uh, like until, uh, while the seven and eight or uh, came out, and um, I had to I had to bring a fucking charger with me, like a little like uh, battery that you can carry with me on the subway, so that it would get to work. Like, it would die on the way to work. Like, a fucking- In the morning. Night. Yes, in the morning. It drove me fucking nuts. Like, would be, like, on the train. like Yeah, like, okay, it's New York City, and also it's this fucking life where we all live an hour from where we work. But, like, yeah. I would even, like, get to the transfer, and it's, like, 20%. I'm like- I, 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 it was insane. Alexis
0: Steve Jobs said it himself. If you like porn, use an Android. <laughs> 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 he said, what? It's not for you, as the kids say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is
2: insane to do on a live show, but I have to let my cat out of this bedroom.
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll be Absolutely. truly
2: right back in one second. There we no, go. But,
1: actually, I'm also having cat problems because my cat. Uh, I opened up my light bag and I forgot to zip it up and my cat has been scratching it for the past 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) She's just like going nuts on it. I'm like fucking freaking out over here.
0: Yeah, my dog Uh, is fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm
2: glad I I prompted a pet check-in.
0: No, it's right. I used to... I was a cat person for most of my life uh, up until I got a dog. So, I get it. They're great I'm a dog person. Really?
2: Yeah, Mm. but I just, you know, I until uh, being constantly home. I didn't really have the bandwidth for a dog. Um,
1: so we have cats, we have cats, I heard that uh, some people there's something called or you know, it, it's not something called it's called bonding. People are like, uh, they're with their dogs too much now. And now if you, they're, people are afraid that if people go back to work, their dogs will become depressed or something like that. We are
0: that is a concern my wife and I have discussed. Uh, we're afraid that we might have given our dog uh, what is it called separation anxiety. Uh, because before, you know, yeah, she'd be home for like maybe four hours, five hours, like what have you. Uh, but now on both my wife and I leave somewhere in a hurry. She gets like very excited. She's, you know, super sad when we get back, she whines a little bit and that kind of thing. So yeah, I think, and people are concerned that, yeah, basically once we go back to normal, whenever that is, uh, that our dogs will not uh, take to the adjustment as well as we do.
2: Are you ready for the saddest sentence in the world? Let's hear it. I think I tweeted about this idea in April.
1: <laughs> Let's pull that up. Let's pull that tweet up. There Let's you get the tweet wow. up, everyone.
0: Yeah, that's the, I think that is the saddest statement next to Alexa saying, I have an idea for a podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seemed like
2: a joke at, a, at the time. But now right. that it's been nearly, I mean, it's going to be a year yeah. and change, maybe um, those dogs are going to be fucked up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know. I mean, like there's, I don't want to say this is a silver lining, um, but I don't know. I've I've heard that uh, now offices and stuff are sort of uh, maybe thinking about keeping the work from home model going forward on a more permanent basis. One of my jobs um, basically said that even after we get a vaccine and things return, uh, the hope is basically to do two days in the office, three days at home. So, like, that's you know something that could be a bit more widespread. Alexis, you're you're at home basically for another year, right? That's what they told you.
1: Uh, I don't know if we're allowed to break that news. <laughs> no know one knows where you work. <laughs> but uh, yes, that is the rumor. Oh my that, god! Uh, Did you guys I hear this
2: with the PR people? No.
1: <laughs> uh, well, let's just say what Alex just said might affect thousands of people and not just me. Uh, uh, but yeah, the rumor is that we, we're going to be WFH for another whole year. Uh, yeah, because- my partner,
2: um, my partner, I don't think will um, go back to offices wow. when this is over.
1: Where does your partner work?
2: Uh, he's a freelance art director in pharmaceutical advertising. So it's whatever pharmaceutical monstrous company uh, needs help at the time. They are
0: literally saving our lives right now. As we speak. And getting rich.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's mostly the getting rich. He's going to drop people happily getting the vaccine and not having problems. Uh, Oh, that's good. Um, You don't have to work now, though. Your partner works for a pharmaceutical. You never have to work again, my friend. (laughs) That I wish
2: was true. Boy, do I wish that was true uh <laughs> no I, I i've i've been very scrappy and um luckily i like right before this all ended i did a little bit of a tv part and that uh was helpful wow good
1: that's great yeah,
2: unsullied, the unsullied. Well, what's that <laughs> no it was that naked chick in uh the undoing did you not recognize
1: me? <laughs> that's great. I knew I recognized that ass. I was right. no, uh
2: I was the after after her face. Whatever <laughs> happens to her face, that's me.
1: The pencil sharpener. Pencil
2: sharpener. <laughs> well, no, you look
1: great. You guys, <laughs> you guys need to see it because they basically tried to come up with a creative way of somebody dying. You know, and they're just like gunshot, stabbing. No, like, and it's like it's literally like her face went through a fucking lawnmower. Like, it's just,
2: uh, it's sick. I am... Um, I can deal with a lot of violence. Um,
1: realistic depictions
2: of facial destruction is my one. Like I can't do it.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, I I'm the same way with, uh, with eyes. I don't like, uh, oh, I don't like stuff Absolutely not. Can't yeah. do
2: it. I yeah. Always, I watched yeah. Uh, midsummer and it wrecked me. Yeah. It absolutely <laughs> wrecked me. I always say no it eye contact. also contract- is bad.
1: <laughs> really? Huh? It's a bad movie. Wow. I think it's, it's kind of bad. Yeah, the, a little anti-feminist statement from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm full we'll, of this. Will be the clip. And just you wait. There we go. This is... I love Midsummer, and I, you know, more power to women. That's what I always say. Um, <laughs> yeah, I
2: exclusively think it's bad because it's too empowering of women. Thank you.
0: <laughs> women in uh, Norwegian values. Yeah, it has yep.
2: nothing to do with the fact that those people should absolutely want to leave immediately, and have gossamer thin reasons to stay
1: my friend i was wondering what is wrong with these psychos you know but anyway um... (laughs) (laughs) uh
2: they are clearly killing your friends
1: (laughs) it's not ambiguous i i i I don't get it i don't get it like i don't sometimes i watch these movies and i'm just like like why like even in friday the 13th people were like they had a reason to be there but not movies they're just kind of like like midsummer like you know they're just like, you know what? Some of us have disappeared. Let's go swimming.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's time. You know what though? This I should eat. I absolutely <laughs> should eat this thing. You've handed me
0: there. There is no longer any such thing as a bad premise in a movie. Everyone's ideas are equally valid. Unless I, I pitch it.
2: Unless Alexis pitches- <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. All right. So next up in the news, speaking of uh, whether you should eat it, the CDC said, please don't travel for Thanksgiving. Now I am not traveling myself. I'm staying home. Alex, I believe you're staying home. Michael. My my are...
0: plans were canceled by uh by fate and circumstance. <laughs> yes. Tell them, um, tell them. Tell them what you did. All right, I'll tell them what happened. No, so <laughs> my wife my wife and I were initially going to travel to Tennessee to meet uh, her friend and partner who've been isolating in North Carolina. Uh, but we made the car reservation for the wrong week. Uh, And upon (laughs) upon upon discovering this, uh, attempted to rent cars for Thanksgiving week uh, to find that they were more than double the cost of the Airbnb, which we subsequently canceled. Yeah, so so we're sticking around. I think we're doing lamb.
1: You lived out my goddamn nightmare. Like I check whenever I rent a hotel or or, or rent a car. You know, not that like I've made other mistakes, but like I literally check that shit ten times, and I I have somebody else look. It's like my biggest nightmare. So that sucks. Well, I lived Alexis's biggest nightmare. What can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> that and being irrelevant. Oh. <laughs> Alexis, <laughs> not...
2: isn't it reassuring that Alex did this and he's fine. Like, I'm it's fine. fine.
1: Better even, actually. I don't know. <laughs> he's better. I don't know about, that. I don't know about this. Uh, Michael, what are your Thanksgiving plans?
2: None. Zero. Oh. Uh, much to the chagrin of my mother, for sure. But she yeah. also respects it and understands Uh My my family's from uh, Buffalo. They're all in Buffalo, New York. Oh, okay. And uh, I, uh, first of all, I haven't been to Buffalo for Thanksgiving in, I don't know, 17 years or something. Um, But they sure wanted me to come this year. (laughs) (laughs) Just because it's like, it's so sad. I mean, you know, and um, I I finally was like, yeah, everyone's saying don't do this. So I'm
1: not going to do this. Are they Buffalo? That's a conservative part of the country. Are they the conservative part of the
2: no? It's a it's a blue it's a blue county.
1: Luckily, okay, okay. okay. yeah, makes no, me feel if, makes me feel good. Yeah, I was wondering if they knew something that we don't know. Just like you better this time come, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the only thing they know that we don't know is how to make a pierogi. <laughs> wow,
1: that's very no. nice. Uh, are you as excited? Your Polish bills are doing well this year.
2: I. Uh, hate the NFL conceptually. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think their stance on racial justice has been so inconsistent and strange and also I think they've fostered a uh, pervasive uh, environment of toxic masculinity that uh, I think has really ruined the country.
1: This is going to change your mind actually, uh, Michael. The coach, you said toxic masculinity. Well, guess what? The coach of the New York Giants uh, this week the offensive line had been struggling all year. He, uh, he told his offensive line coach, he's bringing in a consultant. Uh, that offensive line coach then proceeded to put his hands on the coach of the New York Giants and uh, have a little bit of a tussle, a little bit of a curse out. Then the coach of the Giants told him, you're fucking fired, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he fired him. So uh, that's not toxic oh that's cool yeah
0: what a bunch of cool dudes I thought for one hot second Alexis I thought you were pitching a film to us (laughs) (laughs) and the replacement is a woman yeah
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jamie Foxx is the greatest quarterback
1: (laughs) okay maybe now I actually would see it (laughs) I always say I just need one note
2: that said against everything I've just said I'm very excited about how well the bills are doing
1: yeah that's great
2: (laughs) Yeah, I no, mean, it's... I can't. You can take the boy out of the the city, but you can't. Yeah, I'm. Mm-hmm. I,
1: I, I have some love for the Bills. God bless. Weirdly, uh, yeah, no, it's it is a it is a toxic mess. And even like, I, I'm a I'm a big sports fan, uh, Giants fan, Knicks fan, and like just constant. Like, I had just have to like, I'm just gonna ignore that. I'm just. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It's a lot of like watching it through fingers, yeah. trying to like find. <laughs> the least yeah. offensive
1: part of it exactly oh, uh yo they're doing uh breast cancer month that's good right we all like that you know? yeah
2: <laughs> throw some pink uh pink little pants on yeah for
1: one game some pink ribbons that'll do it um yeah I, I, yeah this no it's it's terrible uh <laughs> so moving on from the nfl uh finally the the uh, big story local story uh new york city schools uh, have closed again uh the city i don 't actually i heard that like the schools themselves are not having that big of a problem, but uh just that when the city's at three percent uh de blasio decided that they 'll be closing the schools so that it doesn 't work as an incubator um and uh you know i'm not a like a i i I understand the argument of like people should stay home people shouldn 't go out, and people are doing that and blah 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 but um uh there's like schools are, are closing and whatever but like when i walk by restaurants they're not they're no longer not even outside they're literally in the restaurants like in the rep, like like pre-covid style eating pre-covid <laughs> style <laughs> forget family
2: pre- style <laughs> <laughs> pre-covid style <laughs> well, that's,
0: what, that's what alexis called it back in the old days <laughs>
1: and people always wondered what i meant
0: pre-covid style dining here
2: eat it with anymore. your hands. <laughs>
1: That's right. <laughs> but yeah, now it's just like it's so crazy to me. It, it, on top of that, I know several people who are going to an office, like, and people are getting sick. Um, you know, I, obviously, people who work in delis and, and grocery stores—they're working full time, like they're, they're cooks in restaurants. Like, people are literally still working uh, as much as they did before, with like little to no uh, safeguards. Of course, we're going to be at three percent until the vaccine o- over and over again. You know, I don't know what the, what's going on here.
0: What the plan is. Well, the other well, the other thing to note too, is that like in New York City, at least uh, the majority of students were staying home or on full remote. So I think the, they said that the transmission rates within the school were something like, uh, like 1.6, 1.9%, which is low, pretty low. Um, but you have to consider this is with, uh, basically like two thirds of the students not being in the schools themselves. Yeah. So, and this is on the weird sort of hybrid, uh, blended lear- learning model that they had, uh, clustering the teachers and whatnot. So it's sort of like if you're, you're um, the rates outside the school are getting, um, higher and higher, eventually what's going to happen is they are going to spill in. And then the schools are just another incubator. Yeah, and they'll so, kill a teacher. You know. yeah, it's a, yeah, exactly. So these are sort of prophylactic measures that they're taking. I don't necessarily know that 3% was a uh, a magic number if um, Bill de Blasio actually consulted somebody. And uh, <laughs> and they That's told him number. that like oh, 3% is the thing. But I think what, what more than likely what happened was he made an agreement with the teachers union uh, at this number. That number was crossed. And not wanting to provoke their ire yet again. Uh, yeah. in a deal to keep the schools open, uh, he went for the nuclear option, which was closing everything. But
1: they might go on strike, you know, they doesn't,
0: they want might, them. they might. Yeah. I mean, like at this point, it's probably, it's the arguments that they have would be a little harder, I think, because they've been pushing for full remote the entire time. So now they've got it. Now the problem is, uh, administering that. I actually, when I was walking my dog today, uh, I saw one of the mobile Wi-Fi units that they have been uh, sending around because they don't have, they didn't, what they didn't do over the summer was equip kids who are in low income areas, uh, or in buildings that don't that aren't wired for high speed internet. Uh, so instead of sort of rectifying that, what they're doing is they're just basically sending these trucks around as like you know uh, mobile internet units to like hotspots and stuff.
1: That's interesting.
0: But I, you know I have no idea how effective that is, or if even if that's even like a sustainable answer, because it's like, do the kids have to come outside and like sit by the truck,
1: or like how does it work? <laughs> <laughs> Sit by the truck, kids. <laughs> Learn some uh, history. I'm in that racket too, actually. Um, and what we're doing is uh, you know, well, you have a van,
0: yeah. <laughs> Wendell's so van. Work in
1: college, and like basically, we um, for like students who don't have Wi-Fi at home, we're doing a, a mobile hotspots that I guess you plug in. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how that works exactly. It's just we just send it. and I guess it works. Um, but yeah, like, but then like you know, there are kids who don't even have power you know like uh, kids who work in who live in um, homeless shelters in in New York City like it's it's pretty dire it's uh, the coronavirus really exposed like there's like lots of people who are either homeless or on the precipice of being homeless you know it's like it's a fucking city and country with no safety nets you know That's right really and you
0: and you also read the thing about the MTA today as well uh, the draconian cuts that are incoming they're so on the table is uh, eliminating uh, 30-day passes, week passes, uh, raising the uh, the cost of a replacement card from $1 to $3, uh, and also um, basically cutting 9,000 uh, staff reducing service. Uh, yeah, it's the apocalypse.
2: Michael, so you excited to come a back? Chance... <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm in fact not. Um, there's a chance that there's no incentive to like, <laughs> Living in New York and constantly yeah. taking the subway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, you will be constantly taking the subway. Yeah, but I mean, like it's per. It's like all it's going every time. Basically,
0: yeah, I think what they what they maybe no, no, talked no, about no was, weekly, but there's monthly. Oh, well, yeah, that well, that was a thing. So, well, no, they're they're eliminating monthly. Uh, that's the plan. They're going to replace it with sort of like what they have for. Um, On the upstate trains, where there are peak times and non-peak times, so you so if you take it at a peak time, which in New York is 24 hours a day, this is a fucking
2: disaster. (laughs) That is a nightmare. Oh boy, that is so. That will be so expensive, prohibitively (laughs) expensive.
1: Yes,
0: (laughs) expensive, costly, and we'll just like see
1: people fucking trying to jump that fucking thing all day all like, day it's just it's like it's already pretty expensive now it's i'll like, hold expensive.
2: that door open all yeah day. seriously that Jesus. is psycho that's and then even just
1: people, awful they're gonna have people like rushing to beat peak time this is this is a disaster what and also people like train. oh my god that's really bad uh as
2: I mean, it wasn't great to start with. Yeah, I know. And I've never heard one thing that was like, and the MTA is improving in this yeah. way. Other <laughs> than I guy. guess we do know when trains are coming. Right. And I've we certainly heard. didn't know that before. I guess that has been good. That's been but good. But it's like one thing in the 18 years I've lived in New York. Like, no.
1: They hired that guy, that Australian man, Andy something. Andy... Circus or something like that. Andy uh,
2: Circus. Andy Circus. (laughs) What? What the fuck are you talking about, Alex? No, they hired a guy who's Andy. Who are
1: the Andy Circus? circus?
2: Yeah, he wears a mocap suit (laughs) and uh, he actually is the train, (laughs) which is really cool. (laughs) Oh my god. I cannot it's believe for ye- three years the seven trade was fucking Andy Serkis. <laughs> the
0: guy who played King Kong and uh, the head ape Incredible. and Planet of the Apes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was more e-
1: emotive. Andy Byford, sorry.
2: Andy, Andy Byford.
1: Byford. Okay, wow. <laughs> Thank God we know.
0: Andy so, Byford.
1: Andy Byford he like and, and he had like a great track record he was like he improved the London uh, and uh, whatever what are they called the underground um, the tube and uh, the tube thank you um, and then he had <laughs> one more city I think I might have been Toronto or Paris something like that and they were like he improved that and basically he was just like he's like he, he loves trains he's just obsessed with trains he, like for example when he lived in New York he would be late to meetings because he's like I only take the train so I, I know what's going on like he was like a like, I really respect that about him. And he quit. Uh, yeah, he and, did. Like, he first oh, tried you know? to quit. Um, and then DeBlo- uh, Cuomo talked him back down. He was like, no, 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 we'll try even harder. And then he was like, finally, he was like, no, this, you guys aren't doing anything I told yeah, you to I,
0: do. I think, yeah, I think the, what he discovered, uh, which has vexed uh, city planners, reformers of all kinds, is that the, uh, the MTA, the committee itself, is a, uh, a democratic and therefore political unit. And because there are politics involved, the, uh, the fixes that you want uh, are not going to be distributed on a, na- uh, on a case of uh, what we need as opposed to, oh, what can you do for me? Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's kind of the, the situation we're dealing with now, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, yeah, and so I can imagine uh, Andy Byford being uh, vexed by uh, coming in, into something, expecting to sort of be able to lay out a technocratic solution and, uh, you know, sort of being met with the political re- uh, realities of trying to get something done in New York.
1: Yeah. And this is like, I, re- I read once that Robert Moses, when he built the um, the uh, Southern State and Northern State Parkway in Long Island, like people in Long Island did not want to build highways there. And the politicians were like, well, we represent the people and they don't want highways either. And then all of a sudden, all the politicians who had to vote on it bought the land that the highways were built on. And basically... Then they voted to build the highways, and then the government to build the highway had to buy the land from those politicians at like a unbelievable four hundred percent, five hundred percent markup. And basically, like that's why we have these highways in Long Island because like we like the politicians who were fighting against it finally gave in. We're like, all right, I'll just make some money off of. Yeah, it. If
0: I get rich, then it's worth, uh, you know, <laughs> ignore my constituents. So maybe that's the problem. Uh, we, we repeal it's, some of those those conflict of interest laws. Get things moving
2: again. It's just so sad when I hear about the two or three instances when politicians were corrupt. <laughs> that's
1: one. That's one of the three, and it's just disheartening.
2: Always, always get you down.
0: <laughs> it's just
1: crazy. You know, God bless them. Them and Andy Circus. They're good people. Otherwise, Andy you know? Circus, I love
0: Andy. Andy Circus. Andy Circus.
2: <laughs> Hopefully, he can be the the L train in Chicago
1: now. Yeah, where there's no corruption. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they so they said they're gonna um, close the schools until um, you know after Thanksgiving, which I guess is just like a long Thanksgiving break. Um, but, uh, yeah, this will just keep continuing until the vaccine comes. And, by the way, Moderna and Pfizer said they're at 90, 95%. Can I? Like, you know how, like, when you go to, like, a pizza place and they're, like, there's a, you pick a pizza and they put it in the oven and you're just so hungry, you're just, like, just, just give it to me. I'm not going to wait until that heats up or whatever that I'm at. Oh, yeah. Is. Can we do that with the vaccine? Like, can I go <laughs> and get an early version of it. Just give me the one. that drink it straight
0: out of the hose. (laughs) Not even.
1: I mean, I already see people there's trials and they're doing this and doing that. I'm like, there's like four
2: states that are getting
1: it first. Fucking hell. And New York isn't one of them. It's like Texas, Rhode Island. New Mexico. Yes. And one more.
2: Yeah. Um, Because they wanted like four very different states with different
1: They should go into states where there's like a huge just like go like a tactical, just bang New York city, bang. It's done. All right. New York city is inoculated next, you know, and we all believe in that shit too. Like we all, they should attack you know. it like a, award seasons,
0: like for your consideration.
1: Yes. Exactly.
0: <laughs> We're just going to blanket, uh, yeah. Oh New man. York and, uh, park city. And
2: uh, <laughs> if I could get like a hat box, like a Miss Maisel hat box with a bunch of vaccines <laughs> in it, that'd be dope.
1: I, uh. what was mr robots uh emmy thing alex oh i what was, was
0: i was? i didn't i was only in one episode i didn't pay attention oh. uh I'm, I'm sure it was like you're
1: on mr
2: robot
0: i am in one episode of mr robot i, cool. I got to uh, act opposite uh oscar winner rami malek uh it's a, a fun little compelling scene i don't have any
1: lines but i still
0: look as a co-star so i took it
1: cool yeah that's
2: awesome
1: that's awesome um i had an audition so I might be on a show soon. Um, <laughs> Any hints, um, Alexis? What's that? <laughs> Any hints? Can I give you no? There's I, I don't even know what the show. They didn't even tell me what the show is. They just made me improvise for the for the casting director. Uh, <laughs> they, he said he said improvise. Um, what was it? Improvise a, a man ruining a pharmaceutical commercial. That was my.
0: There you go. So you're going to be on America's Most Wanted, huh? (laughs) Update.
1: Uh, I heard that, um, this always cracked me up, that the actors on America's Most Wanted would would constantly get arrested. Because... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, you know, the cops would watch the show and they'd be like... That's hilarious. It's funny, I
0: was so scared of the, uh, mostly the men I guess, uh, the men on that show uh, growing up because it just convinced me that uh, basically every anyone could pos- anyone I knew could possibly be a killer and so I used to just like stay up at night and they said these people are still at large and I was always convinced that they were coming to get me next because I would watched the yes. show and I knew about
2: their crimes. Those shows scared the shit out of me mm-hmm. and I loved watching them. Yeah, <laughs> but Every I truly—I mean, it feels like yeah. At any time, remember, remember when you just thought like at any moment you'd be kidnapped. <laughs> I
0: still
1: worry about it.
2: <laughs> like just constantly, just vans full of men just yeah. offering candy. <laughs> well,
1: well, I'll tell you, whenever, months. whenever a van pulls up on my birthday, I'm like, finally getting that wish. <laughs> <laughs> I got my axe on and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, every Saturday night, I'd watch The uh, Cops, two episodes of Cops, followed by America's Most Wanted. And wow. uh, it's just, yeah. Uh, I hear they got Osama, so they're down to nine. <laughs> Osama, so none. Yeah, uh, uh, an
2: eagle-eyed viewer called it.
1: <laughs> That's they how they st- got him. <laughs> they arrest uh. the actor. They shoot the actor in the head. <laughs> to to That's
2: that actually st- who they killed, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh. You know, that, you know, honestly? You know, probably. Yep. Um, so, that is our show, Michael. Whoa. <laughs> you've, congratulations, you've reached the end. You made it to the end. <laughs> One of our first guests to do that. I hope you had fun. Did you have oh fun? my
2: God. It was so fun. Thank you so much for having me. What a blast. What a fun talk.
1: So um, let us, where are, where can the people see you like, or, or listen to you or whatever? Tell us about your, or, your sure. sure.
2: Um, so I do a, a weekly uh, character show called characters. Welcome. Uh, you can watch it on youtube.com slash characters. Welcome. You can watch it on just for laughs. The, montreal comedy festivals uh facebook page um yeah and uh yeah we've been doing it for like i don't know five
1: months five six months and it's the highlight of my week (laughs) well you know i i really like the show and i guess my question is like um do you is there a part of you that's like this really works i love not leaving my house to do a show (laughs) like is (laughs) is that do you feel part of that any at, at all no, no, <laughs> oh, <okay>.
2: truly <laughs> zero part. Truly yeah. zero part. It is. It is a lovely consolation prize. Yeah, but you uh, know, part
1: of it though that I, I f- it's like really awesome is that when you bring the characters on, a lot of them have like sets for like the like the you know background or whatever, and like it just that really is makes cool. it. You know, um, but you know, yeah, I there's
2: guess. certainly fu- there's certainly fun things about it. Don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah, uh, but ain't nothing like. OK, the real thing. so you're that's mad at right. me for spreading Corona. I get yeah. right, it. <laughs> Alexis
0: out. likes performing at home because people can't hit him with tomatoes
1: as easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, uh, I bring them. So that's <laughs> my fault as well, I guess. Uh, so as we as we close every show, we uh, often close with a final word from our, our, our local public offender. <laughs> Alex Estrada Alex what, what's your final word
0: well uh, my final words these uh, this week are actually not my own uh, we're coming up on Thanksgiving oh. and uh, you know I, I figured it'd be a nice gesture to read um, the uh, the proclamation by Abraham Lincoln uh, of the original Thanksgiving back in this the 1860s this will be a nice
1: change of pace Usually, <laughs> usually you're very mean but this will be nice it's I great. think it
0: will I think it will so here it is <clears throat> The year that is drawing towards its close has been filled with the blessing of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come, others have been added, which are so extraordinary in nature, they they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart, which is habitually insensible to the ever watchful providence of almighty God. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And I recommend to them that while offering up the ascriptions justly due to him for such singular deliverances and blessings, they do also with humble penitence for our national perverseness and disobedience commend to his tender care, All those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged and fervently implore the interposition of the almighty hand to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as may be consistent with the divine purposes, the full enjoyment of peace, harmony, tranquility, and union." Except for Alexis Pereira. Is that.? In the, <laughs> <laughs> is that. In what a there? soothsayer he was! Oh, boy. What the heck? He was the. Nostradamus.
1: Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs>